my fellow ponderers, and welcome to the Pondering Podcast. My name is Michelle, and I'm super pleased to be back with you for episode two. So the topic of the week was, as a stepmom slash bonus mom, what is your relationship with your stepchild's biological mother like? Has that relationship gotten better or worse over time, and why? And holy guacamole, I got so many responses from you guys on my Facebook page. I took me a while to go through them all. And I got to say, it was pretty intense. You guys are going through some very challenging situations. And I had mentioned on last week's episode that it would be a whole other episode to talk about the relationships between the bio mom and the stepmom. So we're going to do that right now. I'm going to go ahead and dive in. Stay tuned. Okay, so I have a comment here from Chastity Nicole Hicks. Thank you very much for your comment, Chastity. Now, Chastity talks about having a great relationship with her stepchildren's birth mother. She says, ever since the beginning, the birth mom and I have gotten along. She is one of my best friends, and we talk every day, not necessarily about our stepchildren, but about other stuff. She says that the bio mom was at their wedding. Um, She's planning birthday parties for the bio mom's kids. They're planning Thanksgiving. She says they are a big blended family of 10. Uh, They're planning tickets for Disney on ice. You know, they're doing all kinds of stuff together. She said that her relationship with the bio mom is special and she's thankful for it. And I wanted to read that comment first because I think it's important for all of us to know that it is possible for these relationships to happen. Uh, Probably not in most cases because most of the comments are not talking about that, but I think it's great. And I really appreciate your comment again, Chastity, and I'm really happy for you that you've got that going on. It's awesome. So I will now move on to Chelsea Haslam. Thank you for your comment, Chelsea. Chelsea says, Bio mom does not like me in any way. She has said to my fiance many times that Chelsea needs to stay out of everything. She is not the mother I am. She says, my bonus son has also told me numerous times that his mom says negative things about me, that his mom doesn't like me, that I'm a terrible person, and she told him, apparently, that he shouldn't like her either. Uh, Apparently saying things to the child like, you know, the stepmom is the reason daddy left them, even though Chelsea says she met her fiancé 11 months after they split up. So this is totally not cool when you're using children or manipulating children to alienate them against the other parent, whether it be the bio parent or the step parent. We all know that that's not right. And I'm really sorry, Chelsea, that you're having that problem. Um, Chelsea says she thinks that the bio mom's hostility and general dislike of her has gotten worse the longer that she's been around. Uh, Chelsea feels the bio mom is insecure in her role as a mother and perhaps hasn't moved on from the breakup with Chelsea's fiance. 
Chelsea finishes by saying, I truly hope she gets over her hurt because all of this is hurting my bonus son. 100%. And the children are the ones that tend to get hurt in these situations because sometimes, you know, unfortunately, adults can't control the things that they say. And that's a shame. And it is hard. I know it's hard. Sometimes you just want to lash out especially when you hear negative things coming from the children back to you. Um, But it's important that you try not to get down to that dirty level of responding to negativity like that. It's very hard. I know it's hard. I've had to bite my tongue so many times in my own situation, but you've just, you've got to do it. So thank you, Chelsea, for that. I appreciate it. And now we're going to move over to Angelica Allen. Thank you for your comment, Angelica. She says that I am 10 years in as a stepmom to one stepdaughter. It's been pretty good for the most part, but now my stepdaughter is 14 and things are starting to get bad. Angelica says her 14-year-old stepdaughter is playing her mom against her and her behavior is getting more out of control. Uh, Angelica says she just had a recent falling out with the bio mom and she's pretty upset saying I'm done at this point and I refuse to be treated the way I am being treated. Yeah, so this is a tough one too. If you've been a step parent to a child from when they were a young age and then they turn into a teenager, things can change pretty quickly. And and if you had a good relationship with them, sometimes for whatever reason, whether it just be the age, hormones, you know, struggling with self-identity as children do in regards to their parents, uh, biological parents and their attitude towards the step parent, it can be pretty rough. I'm sorry you're having that problem, Angelica. I think it's amazing that you've you know, put 10 years in as a stepmom, and I think that things will hopefully get better, hopefully once you get through the teenage years. I know it can be really, really hard, especially when they start to grow up and they start to perhaps, you know, play the mom and the stepmom off one another. It's unfortunate, but you're doing great, and I really appreciate your comment. I think about all of these comments and a lot of it seems to come down to the problem with sharing the love of the children and perhaps even a lot of ego going on, you know, not wanting to give information, not wanting the step parent to have the information to work with, a little bit of sabotage going on there. It's it's a shame and I think sometimes we need to take a step back and put our egos aside and realize why we feel the way we feel. Are we just mad because maybe we're insecure and we think, you know, our children or stepchildren love the other parent more? And if they do love the other parent more, does it really matter? And does it really make a difference in the job that you're doing of raising that child? You know, I mean, I think we need to allow children to have the feelings that they have while making sure they respect us, of course, and having those boundaries, but perhaps moving our egos aside. And this goes for all the biological parents and step parents, the jealousy, the resentment, all that stuff feeds in 
to these relationships that are having problems right now. All right, I'm going to get to some more comments right after this quick break. Thanks, guys. So I have a comment here from Tracy Hester. Hey, Tracy. I read one of her comments on last week's show, and I really appreciate you coming back for more. And Tracy says, I wish I could say we have a relationship, but that would be a lie at best. Both of us have expressed the want for co-parenting, but this act takes two. And unfortunately, we're not in a game that is full of team players. But giving the benefit of the doubt, I don't feel that the lack of relationship or co-parenting is done maliciously. I truly believe that that's just how the other players on this quote-unquote team play, plain and simple. A person is a person, and sometimes how they act and conduct themselves isn't about everything and everyone else. Sometimes it's just how they are and who they are. Thus defines whatever quote-unquote relationship may be seen from the outside looking in. Thank you, Tracy, so much for that comment, and you are absolutely right. So often, we feel personally offended by the way somebody acts or how they conduct themselves, and sometimes it really is just how that person is. It's their personality, and a lot of the time, it's not just you who's being treated in the manner in which you're being treated. It's everyone else that they come into contact with also. So I really appreciate that perspective, Tracy. And Tracy goes on to say, over the last six years, I tried more. I involved myself more. I inserted myself and tried to do what I thought. Now I don't pay much attention and I'm not as affected. So in a way, Tracy says, it's gotten both better and worse. She says probably for the best six years with limited info and communication and being forced to do my own research on every aspect of the child, we've just learned to rely on ourselves and attend what we can um, and basically just do what they can. She says that sometimes she has information that the bio mom is surprised about because there's not much communication. So basically Tracy's saying, you know, sometimes not having contact with this person works better for me, but then other times, you know, I don't really know what's going on. And Tracy says, you know, I'm still holding on to hope for growth. So thank you so much once again, Tracy, for your comment. I really appreciate it. And I have a comment from Lauren Pearson Birch. Lauren says, we are friends. I can genuinely say I like the bio mom as a person. She's funny and down to earth. If you had told me this eight years ago, I would have laughed in your face. We've come a long way, but here we are. So Lauren's basically saying after eight years, things are good. And I'm really happy to hear that. I love that. Thank you, Lauren, for your comment. Uh, I've got Celissa C.C. Jones Beck saying, we don't even acknowledge each other's presence unless it's absolutely necessary. 
Salissa says she makes my parenting very difficult. We have my stepdaughter 90% of the time, so I think she resents that. On the other hand, my boy's stepmother is wonderful, and she and I are actually friends. Well, that's good to hear. I'm hearing a lot of you say that you don't get along with the bio mom, but your children have a stepmom and you get along really well with her. I like that. That's really cool. Um, Another person who had mentioned that was Shelby Alexander, basically saying that she's been married to her husband for almost 10 years and the relationship with the bio mom has not gotten better She says that the bio mom is narcissistic and, you know, lies about things and tries to turn her two stepsons against her a lot of the time. Uh, Shelby says she has tried to be civil, but apparently the bio mom cannot handle her presence and it really upsets her. And according to Shelby, the bio mom takes it out on the boys. And that's not good to hear. But Shelby goes on to say that her daughter's stepmom and her have a great relationship, as well as her husband and her ex-husband. So that's nice. I like hearing that. Uh, Thank you, Shelby, for your comment. And it looks like you've got a 14 and 17-year-old, two stepsons, teenagers, So yeah, good for you, and I'm glad that you have a great relationship with your stepsons, despite the problems you're having with their mother. And Jennifer Selby-Smith, thank you, Jennifer, for your comment. She also says that the bio mom will not even acknowledge her. She says she won't look me in the face and feels that it's Jennifer's fault that her marriage failed with Jennifer's current husband. Uh, Jennifer says that the bio mom has tried everything to make their lives miserable at the expense of her daughter's happiness. However, Jennifer says that her relationship with her stepdaughter is really good and she loves her just like her own. She feels that all these struggles they've gone through have only made her relationship with her husband and her stepdaughter stronger, which is all that matters. Yes. Jennifer goes on to say that her kid's stepmother and her have a great relationship, and she says we work together to support our kids in everything they do. So here's another one where stepmom and bio mom are not getting along. However, the stepmom has kids who have a stepmom, and they get along really well. So that's a different angle, and I like that. Thank you for mentioning that, guys. I appreciate it. Great, I've got some more comments here. I will be right back. Okay, my fellow pondering stepmoms, I've got a comment here from Stormy Lee Lathery or Stormy Lay Lathery. Sorry if I didn't say that right, Stormy. Anyway, she goes on to say that her relationship with Biomom is so much better. She says it's nowhere close to where I want it to be, but honestly, we both are changing and realizing what's best for the kids. There's a sense of control, thought of replacing a parent and other things which can challenge a co-parenting relationship. Exactly. That's exactly it. Uh, She says, I adore my bonus children. 
I am grateful for how things have changed between their mother and I. One day, I believe we can be real friends and co-parent even better than we do now. The past is the past and needs to stay there. People can change. Things get said. It's a clean slate every day. I'm very optimistic. Yes, you are, Stormy, and I think that's wonderful. I understand that a lot of you can't get to that level of optimism right now because of what you're dealing with. I totally get it, but I totally love your comments, Stormy. Thank you so much. And it is true. People change. Uh, People go through their own evolutions. And as far as a co-parenting relationship, I think when both sides can go through a life evolution where they're both happy where they're at, then it tends to make the relationships better um, all around. So I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for your comment. Uh, Krista Deadman said, it definitely comes in waves. It's pleasant, and then it's World War III, and then repeat on and on. And she feels that this is mainly due to the bio mom's jealousy. Thank you, Krista, for that comment. Yeah, there's a lot of resentment going on. Like I said previously, relationships that ended, um, new relationships that start, and children going back and forth. And if someone isn't happy with what's going on, a lot of the time that unhappiness breeds bitterness, which breeds contempt, which spills into every relationship in your life, unfortunately, also spilling into your children's life. Um, Nessa Gabe Garcia commented saying, I love being a bonus mom to my bonus kids. We have a great relationship. However, with the bio mom, it's the same as Tracy Hester. It's been eight years and there is hardly any communication between us both. Nessa says, I would love to co-parent for the sake and happiness of my kids, but the mother doesn't see that, and so I don't make an effort to try because it takes both to make a co-parenting relationship work. My kids know who's been there, and that's what really matters. She says, the bio mom does get them on her weekends, so I'm glad that she is part of their life in that way. She says it's a shame that we had to go to court, but sometimes one has to do what they've got to do. She says, my kids are happy and safe. I too still have hope that their bio mom will come around and we can co-parent together for the kids. Thank you so much, Nessa, for that comment. It sounds like you are very involved And it sounds like you have tried, and it also sounds like you have given up a little bit too, which is okay. You know, I mean, I've been there too, where I've put in a ton of effort and then felt as though maybe it was all in vain, and I've stepped back, and then I've tried again, and then I've stepped back, and that's okay. Uh, I think the thing that's not okay is being purposely vicious or being purposely negative towards the other parent. It's okay to want to step back when you're feeling unappreciated or that the other person isn't putting in the same kind of effort that you are. And as Krista said, it goes in waves. You know, sometimes things are good, sometimes things are bad. It can be a roller coaster, definitely. 
Okay, so I've got another comment from Brittany Sierra Harper. She says, at first the bio mom absolutely hated me, but she hadn't been around her kids for close to a year at that point. Then the bio mom stepped up a little and I forced myself to have a good relationship with her. Brittany says, we became friends like actual friends. And then she said that was too far. We got too close. Then we had a falling out. And then we mutually agreed to respect each other, at least to our faces. Uh, Brittany says the bio mom has not been around in close to a year again, a few visits here and there. So our relationship right now is non-existent. Thank you, Brittany, for your comment. And yeah, this is part of the roller coaster that I was talking about is sometimes things are vibing and things are good and sometimes the other parent can tolerate you and sometimes because of whatever is going on in their life, they become disagreeable or they don't want to cooperate. And it is interesting how Brittany says that they became friends and then that was just too much and then they sort of had to back away from one another and that is a whole other episode as well about can you be friends with your child's bio mom and I know a lot of you out there are friends with your stepchild's bio mom and it works and I think some of you have tried to be friends or there was a friendship and then it just sort of got you know a little too awkward because of things going on in your stepkids' lives or things that were said by the biological parents to your stepkids that got back to you. So, yeah, it's very, very complicated. Uh, Teresa Gattuso, hopefully I said that right, Teresa, says, it's been eight years, the relationship is terrible. We thought that when the bio mom got a steady boyfriend, it would get better, but it only got worse. However, my relationship with my three bonus boys is great. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you, Teresa. And now I've got a Sierra Martz saying, I wish we could have a steady, good relationship, but after seven years, it feels like a roller coaster. Yep. She feels shut out, brushed off. She says, as much as I would like to have a good relationship and actually be friends, I highly doubt this will ever happen and I'm ready to give up trying. I'm sorry about that, Sierra, although I do appreciate your comment. And yeah, another common theme where you feel like you're making effort and the other person isn't or they don't like you and it's not going anywhere. And that's definitely disheartening for a lot of stepmoms out there because a lot of us don't feel like we're trying to replace the biological mom in any way. In fact, a lot of us go out of our way to not step on the toes of the biological mom, to let her have, you know, her place as the mom. And most of us get that. And most of us are not trying to replace her, but I do understand, um, how that jealousy could come up. You know, I don't know how I would react if my biological daughter had a stepmom for any reason. I can't tell you how I would react and I couldn't promise you that I wouldn't be jealous. However, 
You know, we really need to think about the kids in these situations and put our jealousies and our resentments aside because they didn't choose this. And though none of us can fix what's broken, we can create something different, something healthy, something that's better for them, despite the way we feel and the high emotions that we have. So let's see. I've got some more comments here. I'm going to find a couple more and we're going to go over those and then I'm going to wrap up the show. Be right back. All right, I am looking at a comment here from Samira Hamadan, who also commented on last week's episode. Hey, Samira. Samira says that in the beginning, the biological mother and herself had some communication and things were decent. Um, unfortunately, it came out that there was some abuse towards Samira's stepdaughter that she was enduring at her mother's house, and then everything went downhill. Um, a lot of negative stuff, um, you know, saying bad things about the husband. And Samira says, unfortunately, I had to block her from having any contact with me. And now we are doing things through court. Samira says, I think things got worse because in the beginning, it's easy to see the good in someone. But then once you get to know them, and then you find out things that are perhaps happening that are not healthy in the stepchild's other home, everything changes. Samira says, I truly wish I could have a relationship with the biological mother, but she is a very difficult person. I'm sorry about that, Samira, but I know that you are doing the absolute best you can to raise your stepchild in a safe and loving environment. I'm sorry you had to go through that. A lot of you are going through stuff like this, court battles, accusations of abuse from one side or the other. It's just terrible. You guys are just true warriors for going through all this stuff and coming out the other side. So the last comment I'm going to go through today is from Claire Voss. Thank you, Claire, for your comment. Claire talks about how being a psychologist, she tried very hard to validate and support the biological mom in their relationship. She also discusses how she found it hard to separate the roles and just allow herself to be herself. She said that just when she felt like things were going well, the bio mom would pull the quote-unquote we are his parents card, and she felt shut out. She said that she did not want to risk this again, and she learned not to try and work so hard around the bio mom. She said that she was left feeling vulnerable and wasn't acknowledging her own needs in the situation where she was a very committed wife and stepmom. And I've said this before, but if you feel like you're tired, resentful, angry, burnt out, that means that something is wrong. It means you're giving and you're not getting. It means you perhaps need to step back and do something for yourself. You know, last week we talked about the difference between disengaging and stepping back. And stepping back 
is probably healthy when you're feeling like you just can't make it through the day anymore. It's probably not possible to completely disengage because these people are members of your family, but I think it's healthy to step back. Like Claire said, she just couldn't deal with the intensity and she needed to take care of herself, which we all need to do. So thanks again. And thanks to all of you for your comments. I know I didn't get to all of them, but I think I did a good amount for this episode. Um, Again, I just want to reiterate that with all the jealousies and the challenges and the egos and the fighting and the no communication, we just need to remember that we can't live in the past. What's done is done. And there are children who need us. They need love. They need to feel validated by their biological parents as well as their step-parents. And as a stepmother, you have this opportunity to be a guide for them, to help them reach the next level of their lives in a healthy way. And you can't fix it. You can't fix what's already done, what's already broken. You just have to move on in a way that's productive and useful and healthy. And if the person that you're trying to co-parent with does not want to cooperate or does not want to communicate with you, then focus on what you can control. Focus on your family in your home and work on making it the best environment you can. So again, I really want to thank all of you for listening. I hope you'll tune in again next week for episode three. You can find my blogs at www.theponderingnook.com. And I just want you all to hang in there, stay strong, and I'll talk at you next week. Thanks. Bye.